Well, that's just not true. False. <laughs> <laughs> that is nothing but speculation. Speculation. So what? I suck a dick. <laughs> so I suck a dick. Who oomps among us hasn't sucked a dick? You. You. That's what I thought. You fuck. You? No. You, you fucking liar. You liar. Suck three dicks and I know it. Because I was one of them. <laughs> I'll suck your dick. <laughs> but goddammit, if that makes me gay, then what does America come to? <laughs> what does America come to if you can't go up to a dear friend of yours and suck his dick? Then what even is America anymore? Goddamn immigrants coming in and not being able to suck their dicks. <laughs> You know, this is this sounds like a just a dumb throwaway bit, but it's actually like a commentary on the fragile on the fragile masculinity of the American psyche. Good start. Good start. Keep that energy going. Okay, keep that flowing. about weather um whether or not you want to talk about it <laughs> solid solid <laughs> oh this is a good <laughs> idea this was i spent to like be the coldest place on earth for two weeks and then today it's just dropping what I, I feel like i checked the weather and it was like minus two yeah and that's celsius uh and that but it feel it feels like 10 degrees warmer than that Right. And we have no wind chill. It's just I have go oasis out here. Westjet is now having a sale to come to Edmonton. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's like so warm outside. It's mm-hmm. the it's the really hottest destination in all of Canada right mm-hmm. now. It's, it's yeah. amazing. Nice. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> just refugees from Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> so yesterday was Blue Monday. Were you blue? I woke up insanely depressed. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. weirdly enough. Weird. And then I saw it and I was like, oh. I don't have mental illness. It's just Blue Monday. <laughs> it's not my problem. <laughs> it's just everyone else's. You good? Let's let's just stop working on myself. You know, let's like I'm done here. It's just Blue Monday. Oh, I was close. Well, today's a write-off. Yeah. Throws the throws your phone against the wall and goes back to sleep. That's <laughs> good. I almost I almost went to the gym and I almost took a shower and I almost cleaned my house. But then you saw that it was Blue Monday. Yeah, thank God. Yeah. Oh, God, it, oh. caused it. it saves so much time. Yeah, it saves lives, really. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of life-saving, welcome back to Sequel to K. <laughs> welcome back to Sequel to K. Welcome, uh, welcome to my fir- my first time leading an episode. Fucking kill me. And this is my first time following. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Tears in his eyes. Yeah. You can't see. So uh today we're I, I don't know if you I don't know if you would even fucking call this a franchise because I guess it is tech we're doing cats. Yeah. <laughs> let's just let's just let's just break the ice right there. We're doing um, cats. Number 31 on uh sequel to K's uh Best of 2019 movie list, actually, um, because Chris really pushed for it. Yeah, number 31. It's, yeah, uh-huh. out of 63. So it made it over halfway. Oh. Yeah. That oh, was, I was uh, I was uninformed. It, it beat Detective Pikachu. What? Yeah. How? Take it up with Chris. Oh my god, Detective, <laughs> Detective Pikachu was like genuinely a great movie. Yeah, I, I loved it. Right? It was fun. Yeah. It was amazing. Cats just gave me nightmares. Cats caused Blue Monday. <laughs> Cats single single handedly inflicted all of Edmonton with depression <laughs> over and over again. Yeah, I think this is a city like full of people with seasonal depression. So and yet cats. Yeah, 
So Ka- still gave it to us. So if we, if in the future we like look at suicide rates in Edmonton and we see there was a spike around Christmas, season, we understand 20, why. It's, it's not the crippling fear of being around our families or loneliness. Yeah. It's cats. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's cats. Exactly. It's not my genuine fear of stepping outside in the morning and coming across a face that I haven't seen before and immediately shitting my pants, screaming and running away. It's cats. <laughs> it's cats. It's cats. It's cats. Ah. So what can so, I say about cats? Uh, I mean, oh, I guess, I guess we should start with a little bit of history. We have to go all the way back to... YouTube. Or no, ni- 1939. Oh. <laughs> because, okay, so most people know cats as the play by Andrew Lloyd Webber, right? Yeah. Uh, but what most people, at least from my experience, don't know is that it was actually based on a poetry collection by T.S. Eliot called okay. Old Possum's Book of Practical Cats. Ah, yes. Which I like that title way better than Old cats. Possum's <laughs> Book of Practical Cats. Before we uh, go any further, though, I think we should probably talk about who the fuck is this new person. Hi, it's me. I'm Kyra. Um, I am a recent graduate from the Bachelor of Communications program. And I, uh, I'm just really happy to be here, you know? Um... <laughs> I unfortunately was ployed into going to see cats. And I said to Stefan here, I said, God damn it, if you don't let me be on your fucking podcast to talk about this. She threatened me. I did. I did threaten him. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm here to just talk about the worst two hours of my life. (laughs) Is it even two hours? I feel like it's shorter than that. Okay, whatever. I blacked out for a bit. I don't have no concept of time. Just under two hours. But anyway, so what it actually is, it's like these whimsical poems that actually Andrew Lloyd Webber cribbed a lot of the lyrics from. Okay. um, Which is why they're so fucking weird Mm -hmm. uh, and why all their names are shit like Rum Tum Tugger and Spickle Jacks or whatever the fuck. What was the old cats called? Old Deuteronomy. Side note, guys, I loved that song. It was stuck in my head for like the next like five days after I watched the show. Oh, Deuteronomy. <laughs> it's a great song. So take uh, away. But the one that got stuck in my head was the one that Taylor Swift sings at the very end because it just sings like this. It just gives off this like weird, surreal, horny energy. And I oh. was like, oh, God, get it out. <laughs> oh, that Taylor, honestly, Taylor Swift's cat fucks yeah like there's really no way around this i uh i remember we were sitting in a theater and taylor swift's kitty you see her face first and then Mm -hmm. it pans down to her body and i just gave stefan one of those high eyebrow looks yeah wow yeah she she thoic yeah holy shit she is a thoic kitty I've never been so accidentally attracted to Taylor Swift. (laughs) No kidding. (laughs) And a cat. So what happened with uh, Old Possum's Book of Practical Cats was that it was it was this collection of stories that like didn't actually they didn't as far as I know that the stories didn't actually connect to each other. There was just these weird little anecdotes of a specific cat and just their just their little life story and this kind of whimsical poetic language. And then Andrew Lloyd Webber uh, comes along and and says, "Hey, how could we just ruin more lives?" With this story? <laughs> and then in 1981, a play called Cats, produced by Andrew Lloyd Webber, happens, appears, and uh, it's basically just Old Possum's Book of Practical Cats. There's almost like there's very little alterations to the mm-hmm. lyrics, and then they just like kind of throws a narrative at it and it doesn't like it hits the wall and like three quarters of it falls off the wall and the quarter that's left is the string that connects the story together like the story that's in the cats movie is basically the story of the play yeah it's uh it's fucking nonsense is what it is it it just was introduction of cats after introduction of cats like. yeah and then one of them dies well well <laughs> Spoiler alert. Oh, who fucking cares? <laughs> Spoiler alert. Uh, one of them gets put into a hot air balloon and sent up into heaven. Yeah. So, yeah. Death and or rebirth, whichever you choose. I'm sure I'm sure I'm sure somebody's read a lot of thematic weight into this, but 
Honestly, fuck that. There's yeah, the, way too much fucking. That cat got fucking killed. <laughs> There's not enough time, to, time, time of the day. Like I like to imagine the reality was them just like actually dragging her up a pyramid and just plunging a knife in her chest or into a yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, for whatever reason, the musical itself is extremely popular. Like people swear swear by this fucking musical. I think I think it's the choreography. I genuinely, uh, I, I think it's probably more with the presentation. Yeah. yeah, and it's fun, and like it's just like each cat, which was what we just talked about. We it has its own character, and I noticed that in each one, it has like a different genre and a different style of choreography. So every time a new cat came on, you expected like a different kind of dance. And Jason Derulo was the you know like Rum Tom Tugger, who well, is actually. An extremely horny cat. Like, actually, oh. I, was I was talking to Chris, and he said, like, that's, like, one of the least horny adaptations of Rum Tum Tugger. Okay. Well, <laughs> horny Rum Tum Tugger yeah. was Rum Tum Tugging away <laughs> on that hip-hop choreography. All right? He was Rum Tum Tugging something else later that night. If cut Disgusting. My it's his dick. But I, I could see... He was masturbating. Okay. Well, <laughs> I could see why it was popular, though. It's just... It's fun... And it's it's theatrically appealing and it's pleasing. Mm -hmm. But then the story is fucking nonsense. It, yeah, it just it just doesn't make sense. Like, it just I, didn't. I, I, I realized something just now, actually. <laughs> Immediately right now. Yeah. Before the movie came out, before we even knew the movie was happening and you saw heard people talking about cats, which I did because I hang out in very niche corners online that are full of theater kids. Sure. Um. They always mention how much they like cats. They never mention how much they love any of the characters from cats. Because how do you get attached to any of those characters? Yeah, they're in and out, up and down, sliding around. Yeah. Doing cat things. Just Yeah. And, that, and then you never see them again. No. Um, Let's talk about the main character. What was you were telling me earlier? Victoria. Yeah. yeah. What went wrong in the movie? Okay, I guess that leads us into the movie. I because guess. Sorry. In twenty, no worries. Because in twenty nineteen, in this Christmas season, Tom Hooper blessed us with uh, a CGI adaptation of Cats. Yeah. Which let me just take a quick look at the numbers now. Uh, it bombed at the box office. It cost. Did eight, it? It's had a budget oh. of eighty to a hundred million dollars, and it made six, just over sixty. So, and on Rotten Tomatoes, it currently has a 19%. Just a sterling 19%. Not even a 20. <laughs> couldn't even get a fifth of the world to like it. No. <laughs> and uh, it got nominated for a Golden Globe Award. So good for it? It. Yeah, it got nominated oh. for Best Original Song for Beautiful Ghosts. By, by Taylor, Taylor Swift? And Andrew Lloyd Webber, yeah. she's so hot. Yeah. <laughs> So cat Just that sexual. raw sexual energy of Cat Taylor Swift. Oh, Cat well, Taylor Swift, goddamn. Now imagine you saying that like a year ago. And just imagine how viscerally repulsed you feel at that moment. Yeah. <laughs> so this movie gets a lot of shit, and rightfully so, for how horrifying all the characters look. Yep. Because of this. They try to capture the fursuit aesthetic of the play. Mm-hmm. Which I don't think looks particularly great anyway, but I get it. It's a, it's like a stylistic thing. Mm -hmm. And they try to use CGI to replicate it in the movie. And for the most part, it looks like absolute garbage, and we'll get into it. Mm -hmm. But with Victoria, Francesca Hayward's character, she looks... I don't want to say good. She looks fine. But her character is vacant. And I think I get it. It's because she's supposed to be like an audience surrogate. But um, it, a lot of the movie is focused on just, like, her reaction to things of, like, just this, like, react, just this, like, doe-eyed expression of expression of amazement at whatever fucking insanity is happening around, like, two cats setting each other on fire or something. Yeah, she was supposed to be a kitten, you said, right? Yeah, she was supposed to be a kitten, and then, yeah. Something went wrong with yeah. <laughs> with the kitten esqueness. She also was a thick queen. <laughs> she was a little bit too less of a kitten. Yeah. Style for me. Yeah. Um, this movie brings up so much conflicting feelings. It was yeah. Um. So. <laughs> God, I can't believe we're trying to like 
critically analyze this movie to an extent because it's so fucking ridiculous. But let's talk about the first scene for a bit. Okay. That is one of the most horrifying things I've ever seen. Yeah. That scared me more than anything in The Shining. (laughs) Yeah, they take this poor kitty and they just yeet her Mm -hmm. over a fence and she just comes and crawls out of a bag. Well, that's just Tuesday for me. But, like, the point (laughs) is, like... She, they, she crawls out of the uh, bag and it's this shadowy, shitty, grimy environment and these like vaguely humanoid figures just like crawl out of the dark and like they're clearly people that are trying to be cat-like because they try oh, to... Oh, yeah, that was a problem. And oh my god, that's so fucking disturbing. And then they start singing the, the Jellicle song or whatever the fuck that's called. The uh, Jellicle songs for Jellicle cats, which... It sounds it's like the song that plays when you're descending the staircases into hell. And <laughs> it's a little bit of a snap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that kind of sets the tone right away. I think it's like I mean, unless assuming you you were one of the three people who didn't see a trailer, like I think that would have set the tone immediately like, "Oh, this is a going to be a fucking trip." Yeah, the first uh the first thing my brain went to when I saw the characters in that first scene is something's wrong here. And I'm not even, I'm not even trying to be funny. It's it's like my brain couldn't help like pick apart the CGI and the scene that was going on. It's just like, I I just had a problem with it. It's just like, it just didn't look good. I need to flee. (laughs) It was was another thought that came to mind. I need to run away. Like it was, yeah, it was just not, not what I, I was expect. I wasn't really expecting a lot after watching the trailer, but going and seeing it and the movements, you could tell that they used CGI to make them look more cat esque, if you mm. will. But then it just like it just really failed to bring an attention to because it wasn't just like a person acting to look like a cat. It was like a person that was giving CGI physical features to be cat like. So yeah. it wasn't. It was inhuman and also just pixelated, and it was just like it clashed in the weirdest way yeah i i I told you what the uncanny valley is no okay so tell me what the uncanny valley is the uncanny valley the uncanny valley is when you look at something that like looks almost perfect Mm -hmm. like a human being Mm -hmm. but there's some small things that are just off and they're more unsettling than if they would just like look straight they look straight up like a cartoon character yeah and I don't think this movie has a problem with the uncanny valley I think but I will say it like feels very caught in between the world of the live action weirdly enough because I think it's like 95% CGI and just a cartoon I think when the when Steven Spielberg was originally going to make this movie, I think it was like originally going to be like an animated movie that had like drawn cats and shit, which would like, have been a little better. Yeah, like you couldn't replicate like dances or whatever, mm-hmm. like not as well because because have, have you tried to like round cats up and make them dance for your amusement? Doesn't go very well. Yeah, not even with whiskers. <laughs> but like at least that would have looked okay yeah uh this i I don't know why why it occurred to them that like we need to we need to pull from the the musical we need to use not like actual fursuits which fair but we need to use a shitload of cgi we need to make them act like cats and we need to make them all horny as fuck and that that's like there's so many questions that come up with this Stylistically, I I think that it would have been better if it was just like they actually used cats. Mm -hmm. Because, yes, I I totally agree with you. They wouldn't have been able to have the choreography or anything. But the cats, each cat still had its own little quirks and their quips Mm -hmm. that they could have. um, Yeah, make the cat not dead or didn't have to make the cat dance, but it still could have like, you know, you know, frolicked about and just did Mm -hmm. cat things and sang a song. And it still would have kind of delivered yeah yeah although i guess that way you do kind of run into like 
another I, I think this is less weird but also weird things like when it's like the overtly horny song like Rum Tum Tugger's song Rum Tum Tugger <laughs> oh god yeah. do we want to talk about Rum Tum Tugger now? god do I Jason Derulo Jason Derulo <laughs> Jason Derulo weirdly um, attracted to him as a cat <laughs> don't want to talk about it <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> I think the 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 perfect synthesis of everything going on in this movie is the moment in Rum Tum Tugger's song where he just screams, Milk! <laughs> Sorry, birds. And then, like, a row of female cats just kind of line up, mouths slightly agape at, like, a counter. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. See, I liked his character more than I did yeah, oh. E. McKellen's character. Uh huh. What is? He I mean, I, I think he's more. I think he's funner to watch, like in the sense that he's. It's like your brain just like f- has so many gears like grinding, trying to figure out what the fuck <sighs> is going on with Jason Derulo. That like when Ian McKellen's character comes out, is just like this boring old cat who like is also an actor, which is dumb because cats can't act. <laughs> yeah what <laughs> hey cats can do whatever they want it's 2020 man <laughs> my dude there's also a cat that wears overalls and works at a railroad so yes. what the fuck do I know also they teleport this yeah. is a stupid movie <laughs> yeah it's just I yeah um, okay the problem with I had with Ian's character is he out of all the other cats had the most cat mannerisms uh-huh. if you will uh-huh. and they just like were creepy there's this one point where you know how when cats like come up to you and they use their cheeks to rub up on you to give them or to give you their scent yeah he did this to a uh just like a beam in the ceiling and it just looked so creepy and his like yeah. face twitched as he did it in just such an unhuman exorcist-esque way and it was just it was just weird. With his face like rubbing through it, part of me thinks, because we were lucky. We saw the version of Cats before they patched a lot of the CGI mm-hmm. errors. So I wonder. Lucky. I wonder if that wasn't him like twitching so much as his like CGI clipping through the thing. Yeah. Uh, which wouldn't surprise me, actually. That's probably what happened. Also, was he one of the characters who like they didn't like animate over his hands? Yes, I think yeah. so. I think in half of it, in the first two scenes that we saw him, they did. But then near the end, they didn't. Because mm-hmm. I, I only noticed it until the Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy, yeah. Yeah, came out. And then I noticed his after, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this can't possibly be, like, what they thought. Like, ah, yes, this is what our Cats movie will look like. <clears throat> I think that they... I really think that they wanted to really experiment with uh, Broadway and CGI and put it on a picture... And I mean, the director, Tom Hooper, like he um, he's done that before. He directed the Les Miserables movie. That was like, also a, I don't know, that's pretty it, good. I mean, it, it, it was fine. It was boring, <laughs> a lot of it. But like, I, I, I think, I mean, in terms of like, which is the closer to objectively better movie? I mean, that's that one by a fucking mile. This is yeah. a fucking nightmare. This is an atrocity. <laughs> but um, also, this is kind of funner to watch. So whatever. So, for the plot, just to be clear, (laughs) it's because I'm still, I had to read at least three or four articles in order to fully understand this plot of the movie. So, what it was about was just a bunch of cats that had different personalities Mm -hmm. that were just hanging out and showcasing their personalities in order to impress one old tattered up cat yeah deuteronomy can't yeah. say his name still still will never be able to yeah um in order to become the jellicle cat yeah and in- i think they're all jellicle cats but judy dench's character makes the jellicle choice which you know you remember what that involves right yeah the death they fucking kill him yeah okay <laughs> but but why yeah. Like, what is, I don't, I didn't understand, like, what the Jellicle thing, like, they were all stray cats, right? Was that the premise to Yeah, that I, think I think they're all stray cats. Except for Rebel Wilson's character. Maybe, yeah, maybe maybe Rebel Wilson's character wasn't a stray, because she was in the house and she did all the cleaning. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. Um, so since we're talking about Rebel Wilson's character, 
We can also talk about the scene where she was eating cockroaches that had human faces on them. Oh yeah. And then she and then when she ripped her own skin off to reveal her in like a pink unitard or whatever the oh, fuck that was. Yeah. Yeah, so they didn't just uh stop at the cat CGI like It's incredible. <laughs> they uh <laughs> Also, there's mice that she's catching and they're all children. <laughs> Yeah. CGI. Yeah, <laughs> that like happened. CGI children that like are have their faces like pit, copy pasted on like mice. Yeah, why? Why did they do that? Like because this movie is a surreal nightmare. It is. Yeah, that was weird. Um, like if you show this to Salvador Dali, who would think, no, this is this is too fucked Salvador up. Salvador Dali would be like, okay, now you're on drugs. Yeah, I I found it. Um, that was a really unnecessary. But also fucking hilarious mm. addition to the movies that they made all the bugs and mice also weird humanoid. Yeah. Abominations. Abominations. I totally it, forgot about that. Oh, my God. Yeah. I think oh, I, 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 I knew very little about this movie going in. Like I knew I, nothing. I knew, I knew I knew the general outline of the plot and I knew it was fucking nonsense. I did not know about this specific thing. So the cockroaches with human faces, I think, is I think that's the most most scared I've been in a movie theater. Maybe ever. Maybe <laughs> ever. I was just yeah, I was confusing. Yeah, I'm really happy that I went to this movie without researching at all. That yeah, that was a good call. It was a good call because I'm still, you know, a month later trying to put this all together, <laughs> and it's you know, and, it's, it's and a this trip. Is a, this is a month later. Like we've had a lot of time to meditate on. We this. have. I've read about it. I've thought about it. Had mm. dreams, nightmares, dreams about it. <laughs> I've I've contemplated it. I've gone to the top of a mountain, contemplated it there. I sat there. Yeah. I met Winnie the Pooh at his thinking chair. You know that one where he mm. sits on the log. Yeah. I went there for a bit. Yeah. Figured it out. I showed it to a Tibetan mystic and he killed himself immediately after. I I literally sought out the opinion of cats. <laughs> As an ethereal concept. <laughs> I went up to some cats in the neighborhood. What does this mean? <laughs> what does this mean? And then I made them dance for my amusement. <laughs> and still. And then I tried to, I chased them around the neighborhood trying to put a little top hat on one. <laughs> after that, uh, what, what comes after that in the movie? Oh, right. Uh, they meet Idris Elba's character who looks like Satan. Oh, McCavity. Yeah. McCavity. Uh, I forget. M- my dental work. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Like. <laughs> Stupid. My gingivitis. My gingivitis. My root canal. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Anyway. No wisdom tooth removal. <laughs> my wisdom. <laughs> my Honestly, these don't sound that out of the realm of possibility, judging by the names of of uh, these characters. Actually, um, I don't know if you remember the uh, naming of cat song, like where they're where they're like where they like. Oh, it's yeah. immediately after the first song where they talk about like how all cats have three names, and not just like immediately, like immediately. Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah. No dialogue. It, like it, it, it yeah, it, it's uh, <laughs> there's a point like halfway through the movie where I'm just like weak, like uh, I'm just pressed against the chair like please no more. It was yeah. Yeah, um and so anyway, that song starts and it's about how all cats have three names. Yep. And that never figures into the fucking story. Yeah, yet. what happened there? What happened to the Absolutely three names? nothing. Like yeah. again, like this was originally made like these were poems. That we're not supposed to have any connection to each other. Yeah. That Andrew Lloyd Webber decided, no, I can make a play out of this. <laughs> yeah, I can, yeah, I can fuck with this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and um, so that song happens and it's actually like really kind of eerie and creepy. And then like <laughs> Victoria has like a ballet number. And then like the fucking magician cat like crashes into a bunch of garbage cans. And it's so fucking tonally inconsistent and jumbled. Just that, like that, that this was the podcast. No. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. That's just a fucking given. Like, have you have you listened to us? No. <laughs> that's no, fair. That's fair. Don't. That was actually the funniest thing in the movie. Funnier than anything James Corden said. Speaking of, he sucks. Yeah. He's so fucking bad. I really. You could tell that he was only there just because, like, he's a famous name right now. 
uh, he's like, oh, who's a who? What's who's the name that's hot right now? Like uh, Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon aren't really actors. Yeah, that's Neither so. Is Stephen 2012. So. Uh, James Corden, I guess, is technically an actor. So he's like a D-list talk show host, but whatever. John Oliver's busy doing Lion King. <laughs> John Oliver's in Lion King already. Too much CGI for 2019 for that guy. <laughs> Who is worse, James Corden and Cats or John Oliver and Lion King? Uh, James Corden and Cats for sure. Yeah, I mean, he's pretty fucking annoying. Yeah. Yeah. At least John Oliver is just kind of boring in Lion King. Like, he doesn't have any lines that are notable. Mm-hmm. He's just doing jo- a John Oliver bit. Mm-hmm. And John Oliver. Uh, like an unfunny John Oliver bit, which is worse. What? Unfunny John Oliver? I'm yes, they exist. <laughs> Where he literally just like set like beats the same joke to death. That's him and that's that's him as Zazu. Zazu. And but at least you can kind of tune that out. Whereas James Corden. Was just, is just omnipresent. Yeah, just there all the time. Mm-hmm. Getting teleported about throughout the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right, yeah. Because Idris Elba has teleportation powers. Yeah, by the way, yeah. Idris Elba. Yeah. What's his name? McCavity? McCavity. <laughs> <laughs> stupid. So stupid. My foot and mouth disease. <laughs> yeah, my foot and mouth disease. <laughs> um, Real talk for one second. <sighs> Idris Elba. Idris Elba is a fucking beautiful man. Oh, my God. Like... Wow. God damn. First time I saw him was in the office in like 2010. Mm. I was like, whoa. Yeah. Hello, puberty. <laughs> nice to finally meet you. <laughs> Allow me to introduce myself. <laughs> my, my voice immediately dropped as I saw him for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But in cats. I'd love to just help bend me over and show me the 50 states. Oh, <laughs> but I forget where that's from. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Chris said it once and I loved it. So Chris, we're taking your bits now. Ha <laughs> ha. Sorry, bitch. <laughs> Sorry, Should have stayed on the show. <laughs> it's my property now, motherfucker. <laughs> Bend me over and show me the 50 states, bitch. <laughs> Just kidding. We love you so much. Yeah. You just about his character was, um... Not cute. <laughs> yeah, not, uh... I want like a freeze frame of McCavity and just the quote under not cute. Not cute. <laughs> Caraphalic Carapal- His like his teeth were all jangly and his yeah. eyes. His eyes were the eyes of Satan. This his is, everything okay. was the everything of Satan. This is what I don't understand. Okay, so they CGI'd everything, but then yet they gave this guy fucking colored eye contacts that you get from the Halloween store every day. <laughs> That's you true. know what I mean? They look like Hobson's eyes. Yeah. Like Hobson. <laughs> Whoa. yeah Remember just, Hobson? Yeah. Hey, buddy, if you're listening, come back. <laughs> Yo, Hobson, come on sequel to Ken. <laughs> yeah, what's up? But I just, I didn't understand that. Like, and then they kept on, um, every time he was talking, and you could tell that there was a bunch of bright lights in his eyes that you could see his pupil and then you could see the color of his real eye through the colored contacts. Like what, why was that a thing? I'm getting nervous twitches just thinking about uh, it. It's so fucking, he's so unsettling. Like it, it, he's like giving it his all too, like as, as an actor. I did. And, but like. He could and, give it his all any other time. Yeah. Damn, this is the horniest episode of Sequel Decay. What was his purpose? What was he trying to accomplish? He was trying to become the Jellicle choice. And I'm not sure at what kidnapping every other cat has to do with the Jellicle choice. I think he was trying to eliminate all his competition so so. that he would be the only one. But it feels like Judy Dench could just say, like, no, I'm not going to fucking kill you. Well, she was was preaching and no, I'm not going to kill you. (laughs) (laughs) No, you live, motherfucker. No, um, I just... I don't understand because, like, she's preaching how the Jellicle cat is, like, the good, the humane, the just kitty, mm-hmm. you know, if cats could be all these things. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, well, I'm going to do opposite of that and still expect the same result. Yeah. You know, you could just, like, walk into the street and get hit by a fucking car and it would be the exact same result, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, but, like, the Jellicle cat gets a new life, but, like, they're very vague as to what exactly that means. Like, did, does that mean they go to heaven? Does that mean yes. they're just... Yeah, I mean, probably. Does that, But does that mean they get resurrected as something that's not a cat? Because that, apparently being a cat is fucking awful. That means they live in that... Uh, 
aircraft until starvation and that's the new life. <laughs> Welcome to this new life in the sky. <laughs> no if, food, no water. If the <laughs> if the starvation doesn't get you, the atmosphere will. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! <laughs> like she just gets up like to a certain point and she's these other air balloons, but there's just cat skeletons. <laughs> she's like, ah oh, fuck. <laughs> hmm, I'm starting to think that that was a little more little more than just a metaphor. <laughs> so should we spoil it? Who the Jellicle Cat is? I know you guys are just dying to know. Yeah, I mean, who, who fucking cares? Go for it. It's a... Uh, What's the actual cat's name? Um, We're going to figure this out. It was Jennifer Hudson's It cat. was Jennifer Hudson. I will say, before Grit. we destroy it anymore, beautiful song. Yeah. That one song... Yeah, you know that memory, one. memory. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like Chris and I were actually talking about this, but like the, I mean the the aesthetics of the song in the movie fucking horrifying Ugh. because she looks awful. She does. Grisabella, Grisabella the glamour cat. Grisabella the glamour cat. She looks awful. She was wearing fur that was like tattered up and misplaced on top of her fur. Yeah, that brings up like a whole bunch of logistics. That I, I, I frankly too disturbing to think about. The song, like her performance, like she's giving it her all, and she's actually fucking incredible. <laughs> she is. Like if you listen to that as just like a recording, it actually sounds really good. Like I could probably say the same about, about "Beautiful Ghosts" actually, but like "Memory" itself is like actually sounds incredible. It's just when you throw it in this movie, like. Again, it, it, it's it's funny. <laughs> also, Gris, what the what the fuck is Grisabella's deal? Uh, I think okay. So what I found out from her because like you know she she really spoke to me. <laughs> you know, she's just like I got her. You um, saw like Jennifer Hudson's face like clipping through her fur, and you're like, wow, I'm really getting something. Fucking <laughs> relatable. <laughs> I too <laughs> was once beautiful. <laughs> There's just like a T-posing human-cat hybrid in the background, like circling around like a patch of grass. Uh, but what I what I thought she was is like, she used to be um, a cat that had a home and used to be loved and adored back in her younger kitty days, you know, when she was about four or five. Mm-hmm kitty years old um and her family threw her out with the cl- or with the fur on her back and then she uh was bitter so then she didn't end up making any of these cat friends and was mean to all the other cats mm-hmm. and yeah and that's how i think uh she got to where she was okay that she was just like bitter and like sad and she was like you know, taken advantage of and mistreated. And that's why her and Victoria had that, like, beautiful moment. Because remember when she, Victoria, was thrown away? Mm-hmm. That's how they, like, spoke without using any fucking dialogue. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, they just, like, understood each other. Yeah. Well, I guess that makes a lot more sense. It does. That's the one part of the whole entire plot that I got. Mm. Just that one moment. Good job. Holy shit, you're the, you're the one person who's been able to glean anything from I, Cats 2019. I am the jellical human, if you will. <laughs> does this mean I get to kill you now? Yes, it does. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I've just been smothered via pillow. Yep. And that was Kyra's appearance on the podcast. Uh, um, I'd, plug her, I'd plug her projects, but she's fucking dead, so who gives a shit? <laughs> Lit, bye. <laughs> um... And she was chosen because of that. Yeah, she was chosen because of that, which, I mean, you would think they could pick somebody who, like, hasn't been a part of the group for literally... I mean, what the what the fuck are these cats? Like, Jellicle is just, like, a loose conglomeration of these of these cats, right? Yeah. Like, that, it's just these random fucking cats from the city that, that, like, range from... And they all have, like, a certain talent, like an ultimate talent. Yeah. Shout out to Danganronpa. Uh, and like ranging from magician to railroad what was uh what was victoria's talent just curiosity i, I, I think i i think was she's just, i honestly think she's just supposed to be like a talentless audience she, yeah so she was when you say that you mean that she was there to just like 
watch it and then that's how we watched it because yeah, we, we saw her experience. We, we watch it from the perspective of the audience, which is also a disgusting human cat abomination. So, like, you know, we relate to it that way. Does that make me a disgusting human cat abomination? It makes all of us a disgusting human cat abomination. Oh, finally. I'm a part of a community. <laughs> See, that's why it spoke to us. <laughs> um, so what we've decided to do in this interim while we figure out other shit to say is list off some of the names so that we can set the tone for how fucking ridiculous this movie is. Uh, so James Corden plays Bustopher Jones. <laughs> Bustopher Jones. <laughs> Okay, so so now I've officially decided that Stefan is going to say them, and then I'm going to say them in a dumb accent, just to really understand more. <laughs> I do it for the kids. Oh, so I'm thinking of a shitload of Buster for Jones jokes. But we're not going <laughs> to. Um, I kind of want to, okay, but give also... Give us one. It's definitely a porn joke. Oh, good. <laughs> Is it ever not a porn joke? Like <laughs> with this movie, almost never. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, baby, keep it up. I'm gonna bust it for Jones all over. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow, that was 30 seconds of my life I will never get back. Thanks thank for that. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> all right. Well, now that I got that totally necessary joke out of the way, there's Judy Gen- Judy Dench's old Deuteronomy, yeah. which I'm pretty sure is like a Bible chapter. Deuteronomy, yeah, it's a book from the Bible, from the Torah. Ah. Yes. Where it is called Devarim, uh, the words of Moses. Ah, aha! <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, also a cat. <laughs> <laughs> also a cat. There's also Jason Derulo. Also a cat with mi- un-CGI'd hands. Yes, gross, Disgu- veiny old woman. A cat hands. with disgusting skinned paws. <laughs> that that fr- frankly should have been abandoned, <laughs> yeah. and I'm glad was. <laughs> yeah, I assume. Uh, Jason Derulo is Rum Tom Tugger. Mm. 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 God. <laughs> that oh, yeah. for the record, that like parched licking of the lips was not me. <laughs> That was me. Sorry, I'm just drooling here. Uh-huh. So there was, first of all, you read the article. Everyone read the article. Jason Derulo's junk had yep. to get CGI'd out of cats. Yeah. And that was the one thing. <laughs> that's the one thing they needed to not CGI. You know what I mean? Out of all the movie, that's yeah. the one part of CGI they could have just missed. Yeah. <laughs> you know, You've just, got tears in your eyes. We're really upset about this. Do it for the fans. Just do it for the fans. <laughs> So there's also Idris Idris Elba as McCavity the Mystery Cat. Yeah, as we like to call him, Medental Work. Or Satan. Or or Jezebel. Uh, Jennifer Hudson as Grizabella the Glamour Cat. Yeah. Yeah. Ian McKellen as Gus or Asparagus the Theater Cat. Asparagus. 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 Fuck off. Asparagus. Taylor Swift as Bomble Arena. Yeah. The new object of... All of our fantasies, I think. Yeah. This 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 movie made me discover very uncomfortable things about myself. I can't look at her in the eyes anymore. No, I can't. No, it's weird. Uh, Rebel Wilson is Jenny Any Dots, the Gumby Cat. What the fuck is a Gumby? Jenny Any. She's she's the one who like skins herself. Yeah. Yeah. She, That's why she's a Gumby Cat because like she just flesh underneath. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am Gumby. Like, ah! She rips her like skin off, but like it's all red, and she's got these like big white <laughs> eyes with like little red dots, and just starts devouring yeah, and cockroaches. She's like, Oops, one too much layers. <laughs> Come play with me, children of the. Come make the jellical choice, <laughs> and we're all like. Yes. <laughs> Laurie Davidson is Mr. Mistopheles. He's the magician cat. Yep. Uh, Francesca Hayward is Victoria the White oh, Cat. First of all, Mr. Mistopheles and Victoria the White Cat. Why was that a couple? Fucking cares. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they were a couple. And There's it was just. Robbie Fairchild is Monkey Strap, who's the cat who sings uh, The Naming of Cats. Monkey Strap. Monkey Strap. Monkey Strap. It's because all these names are supposed to be like these like whimsical poetic names for in the TSL. Oh, so whimsical, so poetic. I mean, sure, but like, I mean, they're all they're all yeah, shit regardless. But like, uh, be less trash in another context. Yeah, there's and there's a fucking cat called Cassandra. Yeah, are you one. fucking kidding me? <laughs> uh, 
For sure. The, okay, Stephen McRae as Shimbleshanks, the railroad cat. Shimbleshanks. As in the cat that just comes up. Like, I'm, uh, like this male stripper-looking motherfucker who, yeah. like, comes shows up and wearing, like, overalls and, like, tap-dancing shoes. I did like his number the best out of all of them. Really? I thought that his tap-dancing was amazing. I, I think that was cool. I don't remember the song. I do remember the cat who started spinning until it, like, rotated up in the air and blew up. Ah, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it happened more than once. Is that weird? Yeah. Yeah, actually. <laughs> There's Danny Collins and Neve Morgan as Mungo Jerry and Rumple Teaser. Rumple Teaser. Rumple oh, you Teaser. Could, Jason Derulo, you could Rumple Teaser. Tease these nuts! <laughs> oh. God damn, he beat me to it. Fuck. <laughs> Those poor birds are like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, I have birds in the other room, and every time Stefan yells, they, like, tweet at him, so. I'm so sorry. I don't, I don't usually yell this much away from the podcast. Do I? It's <laughs> ah! <laughs> so hard, maybe. Uh, Ray Winstone is Growl Tiger. Growl Tiger. Growl Tiger. Not to be confused with Roar Kitten. Or Oink Pig. <laughs> or Oink Pig. <laughs> <laughs> And then there's a bunch of cats that I don't remember, but Plato and Socrates, Caricapat, Jemima. Jemima. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Demeter. Alonzo. Alonzo, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that one. Yeah. Jelly Lorem. <laughs> Jelly Lorem. Electra. Electra. Cassandra and Electra. Those are uh, both uh, Greek epic names. Isn't Demeter, too? Demeter is the goddess of the, of the harvest. She's Persephone's mother. Okay, weird. Yeah. And then Plato and Socrates. Plato and Socrates. Just a whole Greek yeah. thing Cass- going on here. Cassandra is, uh, Cassandra is the woman who, wore, who was cursed to always know the future but have nobody listen to her. Ah. Uh, so she, uh, Sounds like my mother. I don't. I don't listen to my mom. <laughs> She's like, Kyra, this is gonna end up bad, and I'm like, Yeah, shut up, bitch. No, I'm I love you, but no. And then it ends up bad every time. It's terrible. Are you gonna listen to her now? No. Cassandra. Cassandra. And then Electra is. Um, what was Electra's deal? Oedipus and Electra. Right. Uh, Elect- she has a daddy complex. Hard. Yes. Just she, like I do with Jason Derulo. Full <laughs> <laughs> circle. Nah, 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 nah. That one's for the fans. <laughs> Tantamile and Admetus. Ah. Okay. All those memorable characters that All like, those. just invite you into their world and don't let you leave. <laughs> Cats. <laughs> just fuck this thing's existence, but yeah. also I'm glad it, I'm kind of glad it does exist. Yeah, me too. Just because it was... it's it's got its own little niche in the world, and it, it it's not something that like can't be. It's got its own little niche that isn't inf- un- infringed upon by any other movie. Like you could say, like there's like eight different Marvel movies that are the exact same movie, but like there's nothing else quite like Cats. I. I think I would have liked it if it was actually just Broadway. It would have made sense. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's me. It's like if I go to a if I go to a show and I see it live, and if it's like a plot as it was for Cats, it would kind of just. I'm okay with it, not really having more of a, of a flow. Mm-hmm. But for a movie, like you go to a movie, and I I personally think that should always, always be a plot and always like have a storyline somehow. Yeah. Or at least be like separated like you know Buster Scruggs was how that movie no well, that's an anthology movie okay so, sure yeah, yeah. whatever but um it was separated but this movie it's just like it just I would have liked to see it in Broadway I think I will still see Cats in Broadway like it, the Cats movie didn't ruin the Cats Cats yeah. for me mm-hmm. I just it just was weird as a movie yeah it's like I like watching watching all those dancers uh Live, cool. Watching it in on a CGI movie, not cool because. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I I think that cats in general kind of sucks. Like, I think no. that I, I'm not I'm not a fan of like, but like at least with the play, like I can this thing only really has any business existing as a play. Yeah, and I, th- and. I, I think that's kind of what it boils down to is because when you when you translate it to a movie and you try to replicate the play, like immediately you run into the like, well, how do we get him to look like the play? Make him look horrifying. I like you fool. Can you, you find idiot. any 
can you find anything online? Like, did they not, uh, did they change the play to make it a movie any at all? Um, or did they were just like, okay, this was a play. Let's just film it as a movie. Like, cause I know that the, what are other plays that are movies? Well, there's lame as a Rob. Yeah. And they made that more of a movie esque, right? Yeah. I haven't seen Mirza. Yeah, I think the, I think the only like really play like thing about that is uh, the, the fact that it's it's live singing, and there's like a lot of like stuff that like was a play before that they made into a movie, like Fences. Uh, I'm pretty sure Streetcar Named Desire um, was yeah. or, was originally played. It is by yeah. Tennessee Williams. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, so like it's definitely been done before, but I think specifically. We're talking about musicals, which kind of have to have this like very specific feeling that you can only really get in a play. Honestly, like the most that I can see in terms of adaptation is some of the characters are a little different. Some of their colors look a little different. Um, Bombal Arena is actually uh, not a villain like Taylor Swift cat. She's not a villain in the play. It says a good bad girl. She's kinky. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, it was so in the in the play, I guess she's more of like an anti-hero. Okay. Um so and then see, okay, you we now answered this, and this is my problem. Like, why didn't they change it if they wanted to make it a movie? Like, why didn't they have more of a different scope? The original musical takes place solely in one location, the old junkyard. The film vastly expands the world by extending the setting to the streets of London, where the cats freely explore places like a milk bar, a theater called the Egyptian, a human house, and a railroad. So they are they did try to like expand the locations a bit and maybe take advantage of the medium of film. Because like with something like um Fences comes to mind, like which isn't a musical, but it is a play, and it yeah. takes place almost entirely in like a backyard. That actually kind of works against the movie. Oh? Beca- just because, of, like... I-, I don't know. Me, personally, I have a problem with, like, a lot of uh, movies that feel too much like plays. Because it gets to the point where, like, well, then why did you even bother adapting it? Yeah. Um, whereas with Cats, it looks like they actually did try to kind of expand the world a bit. Yeah. Um, okay, fair. But, which, I mean, you could do. It's just... Why? Everything else. <laughs> yeah. I also noticed that, um, especially during the railroad scene, um, they use sets. Did you notice that? They had sets. It wasn't all just CGI, mm-hmm. but it was only in the forefront. So it was still, that's the thing. It was still like a play. Like they had, um, they used a hardwood floor that all the cats were like dancing on. Mm-hmm. And then you could see that in the back, the background was CGI, but then they had some props in the forefront and near that the cats were jumping on that weren't CGI. Mm-hmm. And it was more obvious in other scenes, but it was just still very play yeah. to me. Yeah. It, it, it really is like just kind of a weird mishmash of mediums that they try to pull off. And yeah. it almost never works because, and this is, this is a weird tie in, but it, it's like a lot of the difficulty that comes with like adapting video games into movies or TV, more mm-hmm. so movies I find, is that like video games are something that you're meant to take part in the experience of. Oh, okay. Whereas movies you're merely a spectator. And this isn't obviously the same thing, but it's it it's indicative of the kind of clash that comes when you try to adapt one medium into another. Yeah. Um and also, the movie's a fucking surreal, surreal hellscape, and uh, that just adds to the comedy, personally. That's showbiz, baby. <laughs> I have a closing statement that I've been just right. dying to say. All right, I'll go. I'll I'll say my closing statement first. Um, but it's actually uh, I forget who said this, but it was a it was a um, it was a critic, I believe who said, this is the worst thing I've ever seen. This is what death feels like. This is the worst ketamine trip. This is the CGI from Scorpion (laughs) King. I don't know if I'm five minutes in or five hours. Nothing matters anymore. This is the death of all things. Fuck it. (laughs) And also, um, so, quick detour. Um, So, for a film studies project, uh, Chris browbeat me into, into doing it on David Lynch movies, so I had to watch Eraserhead. Oh, yeah. 
I think Eraserhead was easier to watch. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Uh, and Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> like, it, oh, and, and, like, I did not have a fun time watching Eraserhead. No. But I think it was less of a surreal nightmare than Cats 2019. <laughs> yeah, I just, uh, like, I, yeah, I went in very blind. And I left very blind. <laughs> so, um, that was weird. Uh, I just... I really wish that they would have maybe expanded it more to make it less like Broadway. Mm. Um, definitely less CGI or even more CGI. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Honestly, you know, just, just fuck it. Yeah, just do it. They could have like, it was like, it was like too little of CGI, but then it was like too much of CGI. But then it was just like more CGI would have fixed it in order to make them less human or less CGI to make them more human. Mm-hmm. But then the, the amount of CGI that they had was just monstrosity yeah <laughs> uh, honestly i'm at the point where like I, d- I don't think that this as a concept really works no it fails. just because like the like the story of cats the musical it's already fucking nonsense yeah like you can't adapt that in any form and have it make sense as a narrative without basically just rewriting the whole story because it's it, it's ne- it was never meant to be that it was a collection of separate poems so like fuck it. <laughs> right? What do you give it out of ten? What would I give it out of ten? Uh shit, I don't know. I, I okay, so here's a really good um well, this is kind of a roundabout way of answering it, but the, instead of saying like zero to ten, so z- you still say zero to ten for with like zero being a movie that I didn't enjoy at all and ten being a movie that was like fall it flawless for me, right? Yeah. But you also have like a negative scale. Oh. <laughs> so zero is still a movie that you didn't enjoy at all. But negative ten is a movie that, by your measures, sucks ass. But you still enjoy Enjoyed it. Whole it? Hard, okay, so it was hard. entertaining. Yeah. Were you entertained? I was entertained. I, I will say I definitely was entertained. Like it's a, it's something that I would definitely recommend you watch at least once, yeah, provided for sure. provided you have like a uh, a strong stomach and a hard <laughs> high on edibles. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> With that scale in mind, I think I would give it close to like a negative eight. Okay. Because I I was definitely entertained. I was terrified, but I was entertained. I'm entertained nonetheless. <laughs> also, I for, I can't believe we forgot to talk about it. But well, actually, actually, you give your rating, and then we'll, and then I want to talk about Judy Dench's like sign off scene. <laughs> I have been wanting to say this since I saw it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what do I think about cats? Woof. Damn. That's it. That's it. That's it. She's so happy. I'm actually like, I'm beaming right now. The, like, without video, you can't see just how fucking happy she is. I've been waiting to say that for so long. Oh. Anyway. Okay, so... Give it, like what? What would you give it out of t- uh, on that on that scale? Um, I okay, I agree with you with the negative. I'd probably say like a negative. I'd say like a negative two because <laughs> holy shit, you so you didn't enjoy it a lot. Okay, but like, but that's the thing. I I'm only giving it a negative two because I really enjoyed it, but I hated it at the same time. But I enjoyed. I really I like enjoyed the dancing. Okay, but then I didn't hate it that it entertained me you know what i mean so it's more like you're being pulled in two directions yeah i'm being pulled in two directions because i thought it was like a terrible movie then i also really liked the choreography like the railroad scene was fun yeah but then it also was like just terrible i mean but the terribleness for me is like the fun part of it like but i had the fun part of it as the normal fun part of it do you know what i mean yeah yeah so i have to say a negative two okay um so we actually forgot to mention Judy Dench's like oh sign off scene at the very end. This is after Grizabella has been sent to burn up in the atmosphere, and <laughs> God knows what McCav- just, gets, just gets fucking yeeted into the sky. <laughs> and McCavity's just on a ceiling somewhere, forgetting that he can teleport. <laughs> and God knows what Taylor Swift is doing. <laughs> but golly, have we imagined it? Uh- <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> um, yeah, so I was what I can't say the name Deuteronomy Deuteronomy Deuteronomy. Yeah, sure, whatever. I think. Say I think. Judy Dench. Is Judy that Dench. Okay, so the uh, character at the end just stares at the camera and sings. I do, I have no concept of what it, she said during this time because it was a very old song. 
Yeah. She not only does she sing, but she actually just like stares straight beams. at the camera. Beams. Yeah. Yeah. And just talks at it about like rhyming at it or whatever. She drops some sick beats. <laughs> yeah, we're and, in the background like go dench, go dench. And uh, she t- basically talks about how you should be nice to cats. Yeah, and I think that was the most terrifying. That made me want to fucking hate cats. Yeah, it makes it made me want to crawl out of my own skin. Yeah, it made me okay with the SPCA. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. So moral of the story is. Next time you see a cat, tell them it's not Jellicle. <laughs> make tell, sure that they know that they're not the Jellicle choice. Make sure they know that they, you know what they did and it's not okay. Yeah, I know what you did, kitten. It's <laughs> <laughs> like looking up at us. You wanted me to get that hot air balloon, kitty? <laughs> now put on this top hat and yeah. dance. <laughs> <laughs> There's a cockroach. Go eat it, kitten. Yeah. Peel off your skin. Do it. <laughs> if you don't, I'll do it for you. <laughs> oh, God. No, we're kidding. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't, we don't we advocate. Actually, I, I very much so love cats. Oh, I, I love do. cats. But I slightly want to yell at yeah. one now. Yeah, but I'm okay with them dying now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, haven't you seen Don't Fuck With Cats? <laughs> yes, yes Fuck I have. Just kidding, just kidding, I'm kidding. Oh, <laughs> uh, just kidding. We at Sequel Decay do not endorse animal cruelty. No, we do not. Um, we endorse Broadway cruelty, though. Yeah. yeah. That's what the moral of the story is now, that yep. if you see a guy in a leotard... You get to uppercut him. Yeah. Anybody who like does musical theater, like you can just kill him. And I'm yeah, okay they're not your it. friends anymore. Yeah. 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 Sequel Decay also endorses being weirdly horny for Cat Taylor Swift. Yeah. Sequel Decay also just low key wants to see the pre edits of Jason Derulo. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. God, I wonder. God, I fucking wonder. Maybe we, we should like do an investigation now. This is my investigative journalism project. Is <laughs> I have a degree. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm going to put my journalism degree to use for. Is like hacking into working title films as database, uh, finding the unedited photos of Jason Derulo's okay. bulge. Yeah, you could do all that investigative journalism, but I just googled Jason Derulo cat's crotch. Oh my. Okay. That's it. The, the world needs to know. Yeah. Tell me. Let's see. CGI unbulged, if you will. <laughs> God, the internet is wonderful. No, it's just him raving about his big dick. <laughs> Good, that's all I can find. <laughs> oh, whoa. What? Whoa. whoa, okay, so it's not him in the leotard? Sorry, I, um... <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, so we found a picture of Jason Derulo um, in underwear with his um, his uh, bits. Yeah, and we'll say that they they lost a lot of money. Yeah, not this, CGI. This, this this probably took wow. up about uh, forty to fifty million dollars of the sorry budget. Sorry to objectify what? you, Jason Derulo. I'm so but we're so sorry. That is a fucking unit. What the. F- Fuck. Whoa. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. That just seems like an inconvenience at that point. God, where does all that blood go? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> wow. Okay, well now oh. I'm actually speechless. I'm sweating. <laughs> Are you sweating right now? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all. That's all I got. Yeah, well, whew, took the words right out of my. I gotta mouth. go drive him home and have some alone time. If you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Derulo. <laughs> it just cuts to me, and like five years later, like you, just, I'm like living in some like dank ass basement, and like you just go and it's like. Stefan, and then it's just you just see like chalkboards and like just like <laughs> charts like drawn everywhere that are pointing at like various nonsensical <laughs> objects, and then it's just me. I haven't eaten in like three years, and I'm just crouched over a desk, like staring intently at a photo of Jason Derulo's cock. <laughs> like, <laughs> where did the footage go? Fuck. <laughs> 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 investigative journalism get a degree <laughs> wow <sighs> this this was a good time this took this took a this took us places that i didn't think we would actually go i'm glad i went there oh yeah oh, so yeah. so did i <laughs> 
Well, I've had fun. I have had fun Sequel too. Decay podcast. I think I just blacked out the last hour because of because of what we just saw. That's okay. Yeah, I don't even remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is like the same effect as giving me a lobotomy <laughs> with a cock, though. with a big old dick. <laughs> big. You want to get lobotomized via dick? <laughs> oh wow! Okay. <laughs> Too soon. Sorry, no, no, I'm, all, I'm all fueled up, guys. No. I'm usually not this insane. Okay, well, this was sequel to came. Um. Thank you so much for coming on, Kyra. Oh, you're welcome. Is there anything you want to plug? Any social media? Any? Um, yeah. So swipe up to subscribe. Um, like and share our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys liked this podcast, please share it and get goddamn Stefan to take me to some more goddamn movies, and I'll be on again. Yeah. Um, so once again, this was sequel to K featuring Kyra Polalek. Hi. Uh, but like I'm gonna put featuring like how in rap songs where they just do F-E-A-T oh, cool. cool yeah yeah I deserve that and then but it's just gonna be like you in the background like screaming the word sequel decay as I just talk over the whole recording I love it <laughs> um this is my first this is my first time doing the sign off in like months and months and months oh, really? actually yeah what's just your sign off um it's oh it's basically something along the lines of this uh we were we are sequel decay um you can find us on twitter and facebook uh at at sequel decay or at decay sequel i actually don't remember one second <laughs> Goddamn, chris you left me woefully unprepared <laughs> I thought it said Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez liked your tweet. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, you can find us on Twitter at, at @decaysequel, and you can find us on Facebook at Sequel Decay. Um, you, you can also email us. I guess we have an email. I keep forgetting about the email, but we do have one. Don't ask me where to find it. I might cut this out. Find the podcast itself on Anchor. Uh, we are also on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Uh, you can follow me and Brandon on Twitter. And uh, yeah, so, uh, just a reminder that we are reverting to a new bi-weekly schedule. So we will be recording every other week just to lessen the editing load on myself until I can teach Brandon how to edit. Brandon. Brandon. I swear to fucking Christ. You better get your fucking editing going. I'll sit Kyra on you. Yeah. That was her sicking noise. <laughs> Hit him with another one. Yeah, you don't want that. And, uh, yeah, I will... Talk to you guys later. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll talk to you guys later. Uh, thanks for being on the show, Kyra. I'm gonna shut this off now before I hurt myself. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, what a day.